Welcome to the Faith Collective Stories Read Aloud. For Generations to Come A Story of Faith Passed Through Generations by Melissa Finlayson Read by Natalie Gessel My story does not start at my earliest memory, nor at the beginning of my own life. My story is my story because it has been shaped by some of the most amazing women full of faith and love. It involves so many paths taken, so many people, and so many miracles that have brought me to where I am today. The women in my life have always been storytellers, but they did not tell tales of magic and faraway places. They told true stories, their stories. And always, always God was woven into these stories. They would talk about the blessings, the magic that God would give them as they navigated their trials. Most importantly, they showed me by example how they led their lives established in his love. Mercedes is my paternal grandmother and my example of what constant faith looks like. Once, when she was a widow and all her kids were grown, she only had 200 pesos, 20 U.S. dollars. She went to church and gave all 200 pesos as her tithing. The same day after church, someone showed up at her door to settle a debt they had with her. Even though we practice different faiths, I have inherited her commitment to putting God first. Juanita is my maternal grandmother. She is the grandmother that marked a big path in my life. She came from humble beginnings, and she did all she could to raise five daughters on her own. She immigrated from Mexico to the United States with the clothes she had on and nothing else. I honestly can't comprehend the magnitude of self-sacrifice it took to do such a thing, but I feel an immense gratitude for her abounding courage in doing so. She would tell me often about God's countless tender mercies throughout her journey. I have never forgotten her example of courage. Sylvia is my mom. She anchored our family deep in faith when she was very young. Her mom and sisters faced many challenges due to being newly immigrated. One day, a friend invited my mom and her sisters to attend a church with her. When they invited her to be baptized, my mom and grandma agreed that she would pray about it and then act on the answer. The next morning, my mom reported that she had her answer to be baptized, and my mom and her sisters were baptized soon after. My life has been blessed by her decision. Chris is the friend that invited my mom to church and helped her develop her faith. Chris has this amazing ability to serve others and trust that God will take care of the rest. She has such love for everyone she meets. She offered her own home to my mother after asking her father if there was any chance they could take her in to live with them. His response was, If it's meant to be, it will be. And so it was. With my grandma's permission, this sweet family took in my mom and were such an influence for good in her life. They have changed the direction of my life, too. 
I have been abundantly blessed by these women filled with the light of Christ. I have received power from knowing the stories of where I came from, and I treasure mine. However, I have also found there comes a time when you must put action to your faith and cultivate it as your own. Anything good in life requires effort. Motherhood has been the most beautiful roller coaster I've ever been on. As a mom, I've experienced some of my highest highs and lowest lows. When I have new challenges or difficulties come up, I am inspired by my mom and the courage it took for her to step outside the box, push limits in life, and follow him with absolute faith. The day-to-day of being a mom has often been heavy for me. When I had my third child, I struggled with a little bit of postpartum depression. At the same time, my husband got a promotion at work that required him to travel every other week. This change meant I lost his hands-on support. When I would feel overwhelmed, I focused on feeling grounded through prayer, service, and talking to my husband. He couldn't understand how I was feeling, but he held my hand through it. Just knowing I wasn't alone and could also connect with the Savior through prayer was super helpful. I often felt the Savior the most at night, because daytime was chaotic and nighttime was most peaceful. During times when I was up late at night with sick kids, I would pray the hardest to just push through. I would receive the peace I needed to help me get through those long nights. Prayer, meditation, and knowing I wasn't alone helped me the most with the heaviness I felt. During this time, I found that when you are learning something new, like how to raise children, your weaknesses are magnified. My children are my full-time job. I spend all day with them and can be short really fast. I wanted to change that so they didn't carry that with them. I prayed, studied a lot, read many books, and followed a lot of parenting experts. For the longest time, I just felt like those weaknesses were part of who I was, and there was no way that I would be able to change. I felt like no matter how hard I tried, I would revert back to my old ways. One day, while in a sacred temple, I opened my heart to God. I took all my broken pieces and handed them over to my Father in heaven and prayed, saying, This is what I am. This is what I have. How can I be a better version of me to raise my kids and help them grow? In my mind, I heard the words, You have all the tools. Peace and love washed over me. It's true. I have all of the tools to be the mother my children need. I am grateful for my mom's example to put God first, pray hard, and act on an answer from him. I know that my Heavenly Father is there as I navigate the challenges that come up in my life. I am not a perfect mom, but I am empowered by my mother's example and know that my Father in Heaven is aware of me, helps strengthen me, and will answer my prayers. I often look at the life my husband and I have created and say, Do you know how many miracles had to happen for us to have found each other? I really do try to count them. Because I have had these amazing women of faith in my life, I have been able to lean on their strength and faith. 
I've had glimpses of what life would be like without the light of God that comes from following his commandments, and it felt dark, empty, and without peace. In those glimpses, I remember my Abue Mercedes. Her example led me to choose and trust God in my life, just like she did. She inspires me to cling to good, look to him more, and read my scriptures because it fills me with light, love, and peace. I have called on Juanita's courage when my husband and I found ourselves raising a newborn and toddler across the country far away from family. I would look to God and he would send the best of people to help and bless me in difficult times. I have needed to call on Chris's faith that what is meant to be will be. When I found myself in Paris, France, without a job or place to live, her example of faith helped me trust that everything would work out. As I have put God first, he has helped me with all of my small things. Today, I teach my daughter to take these true stories of magic and faraway places into her heart. It is my hope that she too will carry them tenderly for generations to come. And one day, as she tells my story of faith, I know it will be forever connected to the women that have come before me. We are the Faith Collective. We share stories of faith to help women find connection through community and know God in their own stories. Join us at thefaithcollective.com and on our Instagram page, at thefaithcollective. If you've enjoyed our stories, please take a moment to add your voice to our faith community through commenting here on the podcast or on our website and Instagram. Your story can make a difference in someone else's story.